Welcome to the Teacher Entrepreneur Podcast, where you'll hear from teachers who are successful entrepreneurs and learn tips and techniques to help you escape the classroom. Now here's your host, teacher, author, and entrepreneur, Christine Draper. Today we welcome onto the show April Aramanda. April taught for five years. She's now a Pinterest strategist helping others use Pinterest to increase brand awareness, website traffic and sales. Welcome to the show, April. Thanks for having me. April, can you start by briefly telling us about your five years in teaching? Uh, Yeah, I was an English teacher for two years and then I taught fifth grade for one year, all different subjects. And then I taught technology for two years. Um, That was probably my favorite, actually, teaching technology. Um, I taught technology and engineering, and uh, it was very different, and I really enjoyed it. Um, But teaching just wasn't where I was supposed to be. And so I ended up quitting uh, last year, uh, 2020, May 2020, was my last year to teach. And um, right at the height of the pandemic and uh, glad that was my last year, actually, because now too many teachers, unfortunately, are going through all the craziness of teaching both online and in person. Um, and it's just nuts. So um, now I'm a Pinterest strategist. It's what I do. And uh, it's fun. <laughs> That's great. And that sounds like an incredibly varied teaching career, even in such a short time. Uh, it was. <laughs> well. I invited April onto the show because Pinterest is possibly the most effective social media platform for educators. April, why do you think Pinterest is such a positive marketing channel for educational businesses? Uh, Pinterest is a search engine, basically, Um, not so much even social media anymore. And so Pinterest um, can really help anyone with a website or blog or even Etsy and YouTube channels. direct all that traffic over to their sites. Um, If you've got an education website, um, that's a fantastic way to get traffic to your site. Um, All in the keywords, all in the direct links. Um, I think it's a great way to drive traffic to sites because it's, it's such a fantastic search engine. I mean, you spend all day looking for recipes you find them all on Pinterest. I mean, that's that's all it's for is just search, 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 and you're going to find what you're looking for. Pinterest is the best way to do that. And so it's it's a fantastic use of driving traffic to any kind of site. Um, as long as your site is set up for finding it, you're going to get the traffic. So, of course, teachers that create a side hustle or full-time business produce a wide variety of businesses, not all of them related to education or their teaching career. So I tell you what you're saying is it doesn't matter what business they go into, Pinterest will still be an ideal strategy for them. Exactly. April, how easy is it for someone to get started in Pinterest? It's actually extremely easy. Um, All you have to do is set up a business account on Pinterest and then just start working to make your pins. I mean, creating an eye-catching pin, pretty simple. You just need to make it look pretty. And then the hardest part is putting in the keywords. And actually, Pinterest makes that simple because when you go to search for something, you can see what people are looking for right there. You pop up the search and it tells you, you know, the first couple of things that, I mean, if you're looking for a beef recipe, you can automatically see 
that it's, you know, the most popular beef recipe searches. Or if you're looking for handmade jewelry, it'll tell you the most popular handmade jewelry searches right there. So you can easily see the kinds of keywords people are looking for. And those are the kinds of keywords you want to put in your information. So it's pretty simple to put together. So what you're suggesting is using the search bar to start typing something relevant and then using what comes up as your keywords. Exactly. Now, many teachers, and I know that Tamay Shamal is one of them, when they start using Pinterest, they just create individual pins and put them up without really considering the branding. Could you speak to the attributes to make a good Pinterest board? Yeah, branding is very important, um, especially on the pin itself. Um, a lot of people are getting their images stolen on Pinterest. Um, part of that is because they're not branding their image. Um, a simple way to do that is just simply to put your website at the bottom um, or your logo on your image itself. Um, that's important. Um, putting your information in your Pinterest board is important. Um, all that information is going to direct people right back to your website, to your information. It's going to allow people to find you and not someone else. Um, that's really key to allow people to not steal your stuff, to find who you are. Um, again, it's all about those keywords. I mean, that's the most important part. So, If a teacher has, for instance, a TPT store and a personal website, where would you suggest they actually take the tip into? To their own site or to an, a secondary site? Actually, you can do that to both. Um, I would suggest creating pins for both. So I would say to create a pin for your website and create a pin for the TPT store um, because you can create pins to the direct link for each thing. So if you have um, a product in your TPT store that you want to direct people to, grab the direct link for that product, create a pin for that product, put all your keywords and everything in it, put the description to it, and then put the direct link for that product on that pin. You can also then, of course, create the link for your, you know, something on your website as well. All those things can go in the different things. I would create a separate board for the TPT products and a separate board for something on your website, though. That way there's a difference on your Pinterest boards. Wouldn't Google see those as almost the same and disadvantage you with SEO because they're so close in content? Uh, no, actually, Google's just looking for the keywords. So what do, would you see as an ideal pin and what sort of content would you put on the pin? Should it be mostly picture or should there be a lot of text? And what sort of text would you include on a pin? I think a pin should contain a little bit of both. Um, I wouldn't put a lot of text on a pin. I would put just enough to gain interest. Um, I think it should contain both picture and and a little bit of words. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example way to put that in. <laughs> it's hard to do that when you're trying to talk um, and you're not showing something. Yeah, I would say both. Um, you want it to kind of be a good mix. You don't want to overwhelm a pin with words, but you don't want to be just picture either. You want to call the action kind of a thing. You want people to understand what they're looking at. You want them to understand what you're trying to get them to do when they see that picture. 
Some people say that when you do a Pinterest board, you should put other people's pins in and share other people's pins rather than just your own. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, that's correct. Pinterest likes to see that you're not just pinning your own stuff. They like to see that you're willing to play the game and go and pin other people's things as well. So in your board, you want to make sure that you're pinning your own stuff as well as other things related to your board from other people. So that needs to be about a 60-40. They want to see that you're doing about 60% of your own things and 40% of other people's things in each one of your boards. Recently, Pinterest has started video pins. How effective are they and should we be doing them? Actually, video pins are becoming very popular. Um, and I think that they should be done. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not very good at them yet, um, but they are very good. Um, they're very effective, especially for the younger generation who likes to th see things moving, who likes to see things, you know, going on. Um, it's, it's an extremely popular thing coming up. So, yes, video pins are good. What should a video pin look like? 30 to 60 seconds worth of content is a good thing. You don't necessarily have to have writing on it unless you want it at the end to kind of do a call to action for it. That can be easily created in a program like Canva, and that's probably a good way to do that. 30 to 60 seconds worth of content is about all that a user is going to stop and sit and look at for just a minute before they want to click on it. Plus, you want them to actually click through and go to your website. You don't want them to stay there and watch the whole thing right there. So that's a good way to do that. And should it have the person's face on it, or should it just be a PowerPoint video? Um, either way would be fine. There's no real set thing for that. What analytics should people be looking at when they're looking at their Pinterest site? Uh, the top three analytics that we really pay attention to in Pinterest are when you go to the overview are the impressions. And then when you look at your claimed account, you want to look at the link clicks and the saves. So those are the most important. When you look at the impressions, you want to look at the impressions overall, and then you want to look at your claimed account impressions. And then for your claimed account, you want to look at your link clicks and your saves. Those are the most important. What advice would you have for teachers just starting out in the entrepreneurial journey? Don't give up. It's hard. Being a business owner is hard. Getting started is hard. It's a long game. It's not a short, quick fix. Um, it's going to take a while. And the thing about educators is we're, we're willing to dig in and do the work, which is a good thing. Um, but don't give up. I mean, on the hard days when you're, when you're struggling and you're like, oh, I wish I had just stayed in teaching, you know, don't give up. Um, because really it is worth it. Um, it's worth it to be your own boss. It's worth it to keep going. So just, just keep going and know that you, you've got it. You got what it takes to be, to be a business owner, to be an entrepreneur. Um, otherwise you wouldn't have made it through teaching all those years. So <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. That is so true. Any final words of wisdom? Uh, I just really appreciate being here. Um, you know, I, I loved teaching. It, it was, I definitely did not leave because I didn't love what I was doing. It just was a time for a change. And I love being an entrepreneur. And I, I truly believe that teachers make great entrepreneurs. And I love that there is a channel that is allowing uh, teachers to hear that from other teachers who have been there. Um, so thank you so much for allowing me to be here today. 
It's an absolute pleasure and honour. Megan Keeney Anderson said, don't push people to where you want to be. Meet them where they are. One way to do that is to go where they're already looking, which is Pinterest. You have given a huge amount of useful information today about how my audience can do that. Thank you for your time and for being on the show. You provided a wealth of incredibly useful information and tactics. All your links will be in the show notes, but would you like to tell my audience the best place to find you? Facebook is probably the best place to find me these days, although my website is also available as well. There's a contact link on there as well. So, And your website URL is? AprilAramandaVA.com. Wonderful. Thank you for your time. It's been an honor to have you. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. We'd love to connect with you at te.media.